welcome to the Commercial Real Estate Show. Thanks for joining us to lead, learn, and laugh. Learn market knowledge and best practices to lead your company's success. And that's whatever type of company you work with and laugh. We have to have some fun along the way, I say. Well, I'm Michael Bull, your host to the world of commercial real estate. Thanks for joining us today. Remember, if you have any commercial real estate related questions or if you have any comments about the show, we do appreciate hearing from you. Our phone number is 888-612-SHOW. Our email is info at com. Or you can connect with us through your favorite social media. You can find them all at the show website, commercialrealestateshow.com. We'll have a fun show for you today. We're going to focus on Twitter for business. Twitter was created just six years ago by Jack Dorsey. According to Wikipedia, Twitter has over 300 million users, generating over 300 million tweets per day, and handling over 1.6 billion search queries every day. Why is it so popular? Why use it? Who should use it, (laughs) and how do you use it? Well, we've assembled some of the leading experts in the country to share their insight on the world of Twitter with you. First, please welcome Shama Kabani to the show. Shama is a web and TV personality, a best-selling author, an international speaker, and she's CEO of the Marketing Zen Group, a global digital marketing firm. Shama, welcome back to the Commercial Real Estate Show. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thanks for calling in from Dallas. And i got to say that I really enjoy your book, The Zen of Social Media Marketing, second edition. Is it still selling like hotcakes? <laughs> I guess you could say that, yes. I've been very grateful that the book has been very well accepted. So, uh, the, you know, the first edition is already out there. The second edition is now available for pre-order, but will be in bookstores uh, in the next few weeks. Well, great. Well, I sure enjoyed the first one. I'm sure the second one's going to be great with all the changes in social media that happen almost every day. Well, show me to get our Twitter show started. How would you define Twitter to a new business user? You know, Twitter's a little bit different than regular social networking sites. I would tell people to look at Twitter, especially business people, as a real-time engine, which allows you to connect with people that you didn't even know existed out there. Okay. Well, I like that. And why should a business owner consider using Twitter or a business person in general? Yeah, the answer is really simple. It's where the people are. You know, I mean, in commercial real estate, I'm sure you know this. It's, it's what? The mantra, location, location, location. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's because um, that's where, you know, ideally the idea behind the good location is to attract more people. Well, the numbers, the stats that you just sh- shared, Michael, that's also where the people are on Twitter. They're asking questions. They're uh, looking for recommendations. They are engaging um, with the world overall. And for any smart business people, that's where they want to be. They want to be right there engaging with people uh, right in the in the thick of it. And I agree. I think uh, a lot more businesses should be using Twitter. And it's amazing to me how many businesses I talk to, and they're, they're not. And that's one of the reasons I want to do this show. And, and Shama, are there certain businesses or professions that Twitter is better suited for? Twitter is useful for people across the board. I think there, you know, I've, I've yet to find an industry that wouldn't necessarily get something out of it. But I will say that B2C companies tend to do um, even better because you're reaching, you know, any anytime you're trying to reach a reach a wide audience. So let's say you want to get in touch with as many people as possible, or you want to get the word out about your brand or product. Twitter's great. Now, if you're saying I need to connect with only a specific individual, as in like, um, you know, XYZ person who works at this company, well, there's, there's LinkedIn, there's other platforms that you can go about using, so going after someone that directly. Mm-hmm. But in terms of visibility 
um, and connecting with people overall, Twitter is, is your go-to tool. Okay. And what should a business consider in terms of company policies and procedures related to their personnel's use of Twitter? It's tricky. You know, the, the, best, the best idea there is to set rules um, ahead of time. There's a, a lot of legal issues right now that are in the course that are sort of playing it out in terms of who owns the Twitter accounts. You know, where do you draw the line? And these are big question marks that I think we as a society and our legal system are now have to figure out. But from a business perspective, certainly you need policies in place um, that sort of, you know, that, that make it clear as to what belongs to the business and what belongs to the individual working there. Right. And companies shouldn't be uh, real afraid of their people using Twitter, should they? I mean, uh, it's like uh, email. I mean, we learned how to use that, right? <laughs> Hopefully. Some of us are still learning how to use that. Uh, you get those forwards all the time, I'm sure, uh, or, you know, the reply alls. I mean, we, we still goof up on things. But I think like any technology, there is fear of, of the unknown, of, you know, wow, is this going to be a loss in productivity? Are they going to say something they shouldn't? Um, but the chances are that, you know, one, you can't limit them, right, because they've got mobile phones. There's so many. It's not this one computer in the corner that everybody uses that you can sort of fire them all it out. So it's happening whether you like it or not. Your employees are using social networking sites. They're using social mediums. And the best thing you can do that then is to look at that as an opportunity and say if our people are out there and they're already connecting with others, why not leverage that? Why not train them so they are truly evangelists, if you will, for, for the business, for the brand? Right. Training is probably a key word there, right? Absolutely. And, Jama, how should a business get started with Twitter? Are there some practical steps to consider? Uh, sure. So, you know, so things to consider before you jump on Twitter. I certainly recommend that people sort of listen on Twitter and see what are the conversations, get a sense of how things work there, um, get a feel for, for what's being said, you know, who are some people that they find interesting to follow. Next up would be to, of course, get a username. Uh, you want to make it short, you want to make it easy to remember, and of course it has to be available. So you need to find something that you know people are going to be able to. Twitter, you get a limited number of characters to tweet, so and your username counts among those characters. So you want to keep it short. You also want to figure out who's going to be tweeting, who's going to maintain that. Um, and, and that's really sort of the big question is, is who, when you have this thing set up, who is now going to be responsible for it? Um, who's going to be responsible for running the account and managing it. Because if you're there, chances are people will talk to you. Uh, and if people talk to you, then you want to make sure that you are responding. Right. And I guess you could have more than one personnel on an account, right? Several people of could course. be using it. Yes. Yeah, and you can figure out a team of people. I mean, there's so many tools out there, too. Um, like Hootsuite is one of them that allows you to have multiple uh, logins. So you can have five, six people in your company all tweeting if that's what you'd like to do. So there's so many different ways to do it, but these are just questions you probably want to uh, think about before jumping in. And Shama, should companies decide to do this in-house or, or hire an outside firm to help them? Uh, what do you recommend there? Okay, so clearly I have a bias here, right? <laughs> <laughs> because we're a, 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 the Marketing Zen Group, we do take over Twitter for a lot of clients, and I think it, it comes down to your time and resources. If you have time and resources in-house, to tweet and connect with people, um, then, then of course, by all means, do it in-house. But if you don't have the time and resources in-house, then I would consider looking at an outside source uh, if you feel like this is, uh, this is where you really want to engage. And certainly, given the numbers 
um, it's, it's, it's definitely a very viable marketing and branding option for companies. And how should a business decide if Twitter might be worthwhile for them, that there might be a return on their investment of time there? There is no other way to do that but to sort of listen in and see what's going on, right? You can search for – you might be surprised. I've had um, clients before who never thought that Twitter was useful for them, and then they put in their company name and found out that people were already discussing it. You know, other times there are, there are uh, folks who find that their competitors are already there, and, um, and there's, you know, no one really else to, <laughs> to step in. It's just them serving as the industry voice. So you have to ask yourself these questions. You know, what is it worth to you to be that voice of the industry, to be the go-to expert in your field? Um, what is that con? You know, what does that conversation look like on Twitter? Um, and is that something you want to be a part of? I mean, these are some big-level questions, but certainly I would always recommend that you look at your business strategy first. You figure out what it is that you want to accomplish. So you say, well, we'd like more leads, and that means we need to connect with more people. Well, Twitter is a great tool that lets you you know, connect with more qualified prospects uh, that you can then turn into leads. So I always feel like it shouldn't be let's jump into Twitter because it's the cool thing to do, but hey, we have this strategy, we have this, these goals, and it sounds like Twitter would be the right fit. So uh, you could open an account, and then you could go in and look for your business, maybe even your company name, and see if your customers are out there on Twitter, right? Absolutely. Search for your names of your leadership folks. Look for um, key personnel. Look for industry terms. Um, yeah, look for competitors. Right. And how fast is Twitter growing? How big a institution is this? Yeah, it's going to be fast. I mean, you know, and, and the numbers are always a, a little different, but there's a, a range. And last I checked, um, you know, 200 million tweets are sent out in a single day. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, <laughs> you know, 2011 this past year really was sort of an, an homage to Twitter in terms of the, the Arab Revolution. I mean, the things that we saw... Um, Twitter being capable of really orchestrating um, you know, have, have been just amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. And Shama, thanks for your time today. Thanks for joining us on the show. We appreciate your insight. Always my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And you should really buy Shama's book, The Zen of Social Media Marketing, Second Edition. You can find the link at the show page, Twitter for Business, at commercialrealestateshow.com. Well, after a quick break, we'll get more on Twitter for Business. I'm Michael Bull, and this is America's Commercial Real Estate Show. We'll be right back. The Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you by Bull Realty. When your business requires proven performance, visit bullrealty.com. Arnold Golden Gregory, a law firm that makes a difference. Visit agg.com. France Media, providing exposure to the world of commercial real estate. Visit francemediainc.com. And by Resnick Group, National Accounting, Tax, and Business Advisory Services. Visit resnickgroup.com. Welcome back. I'm Michael Bull, and this is America's Commercial Real Estate Show. If you'd like to know the absolute latest on any commercial real estate-related subjects, check out our show podcast. We just completed market update shows on the retail market, the office market, the industrial market, and the multifamily market. You can hear these shows while they're still available on iTunes and on the show website, commercialrealestateshow.com. Well, today we're covering Twitter for business. Let's meet our guest. 
Please welcome April Voris, partner with Guest Relations Marketing, an advertising, marketing, branding, social media, and communications company known for creating zealots for your business. April, welcome to the Commercial Real Estate Show. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And also, please welcome Les Adkins, founder and CEO of Orange Social Media Solutions, an organization that helps companies integrate effective social media strategies that follow their corporate and organizational objectives. Les, welcome to the Commercial Real Estate Show. Thanks for having me be here. Also, please welcome Tony Wilbert, president with Wilbert New Strategies, a full-service communications firm specializing in public relations, media relations, social media, and thought leadership to drive measurable business results. Tony, thanks for joining us today. Uh, thanks, Michael. Today you can call me at Twilbert. At <laughs> Twilbert, I like it. <laughs> uh, well, quickly, uh, Les, for someone just getting started, how do you sign up for Twitter and what should you think about there? It's really easy. What you need to do is go to the actual Twitter website and then sign up with an email address and pick your name. Now, the important thing for businesses is that you need to go there now if you haven't and make sure that your business name is there. Uh, there's been a lot of things happening in the in the uh, past with businesses uh, not having their name. Someone's taking their name. So if you haven't signed up yet but you need to sign up, go ahead and do it now. That's a good point because I went there and tried to get my name dummy and it was gone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, part of the benefit of Twitter is the ease of use and the portability. How do you sign up to use Twitter on your mobile phone and tablets, April? It's really simple. You know, the best way to use that is to download an app. Really, my favorite one is to use the Twitter app. It's really easy to use. I use multiple accounts on it and can go back and forth from one account to the other. And um, there's some others you can use, but Twitter is really easy, and that would be for, especially if you're just starting, to go ahead and download that one. Okay, so just go to your app store and grab it. They're free, right? Okay. And the characters of each tweet are limited to 140 characters. How in the heck do you communicate in 140 characters, Les? Well, one of the things that we say is if you can't tell me what you're trying to tell me in 140 characters, it's probably not worth saying. You're not interested. You're not interesting, (laughs) yes. But one of the things, too, is... There's a whole generation that grew up with sound bites, and so if you don't have that innate ability to create sound bites, ask your niece or nephew. <laughs> They'd be more than happy to be able to tell you how to put into words what you're trying to say in 140 characters or less. Or ask somebody in the news, right, Tony? <laughs> and Tony, how is the best way to start understanding Twitter if you're just getting started? Well, you can read books about Twitter, but the best way is just to get on Twitter Monitor. You can be a voyeur at first, but then engage and retweet tweets that you think are interesting and just have fun out there. Yeah, start uh, by listening. And uh, April, was another tip for understanding Twitter for the beginner? My favorite website to use is Mashable. They are really good at providing 101 basics on Twitter and just tons of information. So log on to their website and, and do a little bit searching on Twitter there. Okay, and Les? And for those of you that are um, reading Challenged, we have this great thing called YouTube where you can actually go and search for videos, and they'll actually show you step-by-step on how to set up Twitter, how to make it effective. As much as you information you want to find, you'll find it on YouTube. YouTube, so we don't have to read, right? Exactly. <laughs> well, Les, what should you tweet about? You're just starting on Twitter. Uh, is it interesting to say what you had for lunch? What should you say? Well, one of the big things about that we find is when people first start on Twitter, especially if they're businesses, they start selling stuff. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. What you really need to do is start building trust within your organization. So I think you know what Tony said was correct. 
you know, be able to be a voyeur, look at what other people are writing on there, and then add value to that. So if you're if your tweet is not adding value when you first start, then don't tweet it. Yeah, if you're just trying to sell your wares all the time, no one's going to listen. Yeah, and you're going to be spammed out. Right. So, yeah. And April, what's another tip? Yeah, what's really important is to think about your brand persona. So what do you want to, you know, who, what are you about? What's your company about? And really make sure what you're talking is about is very relevant to that brand persona. And Tony, should you also be real a little bit? Should you always talk about uh, business or, or related to your brand or talk a little bit about personal stuff? I th- you need to show some personality. This is a social network, and networking is a big part of it. When you network in person, you don't just talk about business. So do it just like you're at lunch with someone. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And Tony, sh- can you block a follower? Who might you want to block? Well, when you first sign up for Twitter, and we do this when we teach classes, you'll sign up, and if you're a man, you'll get 10 people following you, women in, in, in underwear. So it's a good idea to monitor that, see who's following you, and block them just so people don't think they're legitimate followers. Uh, oh, that's bad? <laughs> well, not always. Okay. Well, tweeting links to pictures and videos and articles and websites is big on Twitter. How do you do that, and what are some best practices there, April? You know, using short links is really important. My um, my favorite one is bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y. You go in there, you put in your short link, and that way you can link to your website, your blog, any, anything you're, that's relevant. But make sure you use short links because then you have more room to talk about other things. Okay. Antonio, there's some other tools for using attaching pictures and videos? And- uh, yes, there's several apps out there. TwitPic, which is T-W-I-T-P-I-C, TwitVid, T-W-I-T-V-I-D, and Instagram that you can download and, and put a picture or video straight to your Twitter account. And, and I have one thing from what April said. Be careful what you use to shorten your um, web links because of the fact that there are some that are out there that have been out there for so long, mm-hmm. they're now looking out and automatically blocked uh, by some of these ISPs, mm-hmm. um, because like tiny URLs, uh, even though it was great when it first started, a lot of people are using it incorrectly so a lot of these twitter and linkedin and things are actually looking at it and possibly blocking it so kind of play around with it when you're looking to shorten your url and how will you know what not to use there um when if you use it they won't they won't let you link to it so okay. that's the okay. best way okay it's by trial and error okay and tony what should you not tweet about out there well keep in mind that anything you tweet can and will be held against you so <laughs> don't tweet about anything you don't want someone to come after you for Okay, and less any tips there? There's a great example of what not to tweet. Uh, Gilbert Godfrey, uh, the comedian, if you haven't heard of him, he's on Saturday Night Live, and, and, and he does a lot of the roasts, uh, but he was the voice of Aflac, and he tweeted a, I won't go into the tweet, but he tweeted a one tweet lost him a multi-million dollar sponsorship. So just be careful what you're tweeting out there. Think about it before you tweet it. Oops. <laughs> yeah, oops is big time, yeah. And April, is there another example out there? Yeah, you know, the, uh, there was a PR guy that worked for FedEx, and he landed in Memphis and said that he ha- how much he hated Memphis, a little bit more uh, derogatory than I just said it. And the CEO of, Mem- of FedEx was following him, and he was fired on, you know, pretty much on the spot. So 
Uh-oh. it can really make an effect on your job. So don't say things you, you will regret later, for sure. Oh, and how can you hate Memphis? Uh. <laughs> uh, to our listeners in Memphis out there, we love you. Right. And also, uh, we have a lot of listeners around the country we want to shout out to. It's San Diego and New York and Portugal. Uh, thank you all for listening all around the world. Uh, we sure appreciate uh, you being a, a show listener. Well, after a short break, we'll get more on Twitter for Business. If you appreciate the show, reach out and thank our sponsors. I'm Michael Bull, and this is the Commercial Real Estate Show. We'll be right back. The Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you by Bull Realty. When your business requires proven performance, visit bullrealty.com. Arnold Golden Gregory, a law firm that makes a difference. Visit agg.com. France Media, providing exposure to the world of commercial real estate. Visit francemediainc.com. And by ResNet Group, national accounting, tax, and business advisory services. Visit resnickgroup.com. Welcome back. I'm Michael Bull, and this is America's Commercial Real Estate Show. If you'd like more great commercial real estate information, subscribe to the show blog and follow the show on Twitter. You can find them both at the show website, commercialrealestateshow.com. Well, today we're covering Twitter for Business. My guests are April Voris with Guest Relations Marketing, Les Atkins with Orange Social Media Strategies, and Tony Wilbert with Wilbert Dude Strategies. Uh, gentlemen, I like to talk and ladies. Who should you follow, Les? Well, it depends on your audience. So, meaning that if you are a commercial real estate person, you need to follow people that are going to want to hear your information. And it's also people that you can add value to their lives. I know that sounds kind of like a woohoo statement, but it's true in any social media, but specifically in Twitter. You want to add value to the people that you are following and you're, and you're looking at to follow you. Right. So if you want to know about commercial real estate information, I guess that's why I have, I have, I think, 1,700 followers. But if you don't want to know about commercial real estate information, you don't want to follow me. <laughs> I mean, well, you might, yeah. depending on, I mean, if you think about who is actually um, listening to your show, it's probably mm-hmm. not just commercial real estate people. It right. might be people that are vendors for the, that industry and things right. of that nature. So you have to look outside the box, too. You have to look at the overall industry that they're in. I mean, you have three people in the room uh, that are in social media, whatever that means, depending on the day. <laughs> so, so you know, we all should be following each other because we all have audiences that may be a niche for each of us. I'm gonna follow you to lunch if you're buying. I mean, there you go. There you go. I thought you were buying. <laughs> okay, uh, Tony. What are some other tips on who uh, people should follow? Well, use Twitter as a news source. It's a great way to, if you follow five local papers or outlets, five national and maybe five in your industry, it's a great way to know exactly what's going on. Do it at 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. and you know what you're doing. Uh, That's a good point. Uh, I get a lot of news from Twitter, and my wife will say, did you know something happened? Yeah, I knew that yesterday. (laughs) Like, you're getting your news a little late, honey. Uh, April, what are some other tips on who to follow? Yeah, you know, who's who's the target for your business? Create a list. What are the terms that come to mind when you create that list? And then search those terms on Twitter, and you'll find a plethora of people that you might want to follow. Okay. And, uh, Tony, you can protect your, your tweets, protect them, requiring approval of who follows you. I've seen that a couple times, and therefore you know, that controls who sees your tweets, right? And So who should consider protecting their tweets like that? 
nobody who's on Twitter. Okay. It's generally not not a good idea because this is a social network. If you want to protect your tweets, just text your friends. <laughs> right, that's right. That's right. Uh, I guess unless you're you're 12 years old and you don't want people following you, right? right. Other than that, uh, it's a social network that makes sense. Well, who should uh, should people follow a competitor or allow a competitor to follow them less? Yes, is the answer. Um, so primarily, if you're not following your competitor, um, I think that in, earlier in your show they talked about how you know go on and search to see if your competitor is on there. Chances are they are. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you're not following your competitor or mentioning your competitor, they're following you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I even uh, retweet some of my uh, competitors when they have something good to say and get it out to uh, my followers. Yeah. Uh, Tony, what are some other tips on on that? Well, in, in general, when you're in business, you monitor what your competitors are doing through all networks. So why not on social media? Right. Okay. Well, let's talk about hashtags. How do people use them? What are they, April? Sure. Hashtags are used to mark keywords topics or events and really allows for easier search terms so for example you know we could do a hashtag for for the show and then anybody that wanted to see what we were talking see who was interacting with the show could then search the hashtag just so it's not hashtag dummy right right (laughs) (laughs) for me less um i i really don't have a lot to add other than the fact that you know hashtags are really big now for events and large events uh, there was a socon 12 that just happened here in atlanta um, but then there was a success program out in california so a lot of the larger conventions and media events are using hashtags now to uh, be able to track their advertising and track the people that are following them on a pretty regular basis so it's becoming more common and do hashtags uh, help with trending Oh, majorly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. they uh, Hashtags, if you don't have a hashtag, you can't trend. Okay. And you can always f- find out what the most the most current hashtags are trending uh, by just going to your Twitter account. And tell us about trending quickly. So trending is when you actually have a hashtag. So to use what April said, if we had a hashtag for this show, it would be the number of people um, that would be mentioning it, following it, talking about it. And as that grew that would move that hashtag up in the rankings to trends. So it needs to be, if, if you have a hashtag, in order for it to trend, you have to have a lot of people interacting with that specific hashtag. And you can go on Twitter and see what's trending, right? Yes, yes, mm-hmm. right away. And it might help you in your looking for your audience, looking for people to follow, those types of things. And also, if you're just interested in an event and you can't find one, see what's trending and see if it's in your local area or in you know anywhere around the world. Right. There's a fun part of Twitter for sure. And so you can go on Twitter and see what's trending and see what people are talking about. Uh, and that's a good way to get some big news as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Those things can, can tweet around so fast. It's amazing. Well, we'll have to take a short break. We'll get more on Twitter for business in just a moment. I'm Michael Bull, and you're listening to the Commercial Real Estate Show. We'll be right back. The Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you by Bull Realty. When your business requires proven performance, visit bullrealty.com. Arnold Golden Gregory, a law firm that makes a difference. Visit agg.com. France Media, providing exposure to the world of commercial real estate. Visit francemediainc.com. And by Resnet Group, national accounting, tax, and business advisory services. Visit resnetgroup.com. (laughs) 
Welcome back. I'm Michael Bull, and this is America's Commercial Real Estate Show. We have some great shows coming up for you, including a show on zoning and land use and a show on bank and servicer strategies. We also have a show coming up on commercial lease issues. You don't want to miss that one if you run a business. If you'd like a once-a-week email announcing the show topic, you're invited to sign up at CommercialRealEstateShow.com. Well, today we're covering Twitter for Business. My guests are April Voris with Guest Relations Marketing, Les Atkins with Orange Social Media Strategies, and Tony Wilbert with Wilbert News Strategies. Gentlemen and ladies, I'd like to get a little bit into the actual use of some of the, the things you can do on Twitter. What is a retweet? Why do people retweet? And what is the protocol of retweeting, Les? Well, the biggest reason to retweet is to gain valuable information if you don't have the content. So to find other people that are talking about things that you're interested in and retweeting them. Another valuable one is to, it's a great way to build followers. So if you're retweeting people that have a larger followers, uh, more followers than you do, it's a very quick way to build your to build your your followers. Okay, and gain influence. And out gain there, influence right? out there, exactly. Okay, and uh, Tony, what else can you tell us about retweeting? Well, what's nice about retweeting is it's it's something you find interesting, you want to share. But Twitter and the different applications for using Twitter all have retweet buttons, so you just hit a button, and that's that's pretty easy to do. But then sometimes it makes the tweet too long, so then you can modify the tweet, which is empty, and take out the extra words like the and that, and then you can get 140 characters in. Okay. What is some of the protocol if you're rewriting their tweet? Well, that, that's use the MT for modified tweet to oh, show. MT, okay. Or at the end, you can, if you totally rewrite write it, give them credit by saying HT for hat tip or something to show that it was someone else's idea and you're not just plagiarizing. Okay. All right. Well, let's talk about mentions. What is a mention and how is that used, April? Sure. It, you basically put, it's putting the at symbol in front of the username and, and then going about the tweet. So if you, you know, you can put the at symbol in different places throughout your tweet. It just depends on, um, if you're replying to somebody or if you're just quoting somebody and. And that user is going to see that a little more. Aren't they? That's going to come up in their their email or whatever. However, they've got their system set up, right? Exactly. And mentions are probably the best part of Twitter. Someone is saying, "Hey, you're right," or "Good point." Mm-hmm. It's funner than smoking a hashtag. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, and you should always reply to people if they mention mention you. Then you should go back and 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 thank them, or or it, you know, part of the fun about Twitter is having a conversation with people. So you should should actually. You should absolutely go back and talk to them. And let's talk about mentions and follow Friday. What's follow Friday, somebody? I'll, I'll kind of do that. It, it depends on who you are. Follow Friday used to be gigantic. Mm-hmm. Now, not so much. Um, but there's still a lot of people, you know, with Twitter and the social network being worldwide. There's millions of people, billions of people out there doing it. So uh, depending on if your group of followers does a Friday follow, then go with it. A lot of the the more mature groups on, and maybe that's a lack of a better word, more mature. But <laughs> but the 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 older groups on Twitter don't really do the follow Friday much anymore. But one quick thing about the mentions is it's a really great way. Um, I speak a lot of different conferences, which I'm sure uh, everyone here does, uh, and I get a lot of mentions about when I'm actually having the conversation or having a lecture or a or a um, 
webinar, those type of things. And so I agree, it's very important to go back and thank those people for the mentions. And Okay, that's a good point. And how does someone direct message, uh, mention and reply to someone on Twitter? And who can see what when you're trying to direct message or talk to someone on Twitter? Uh, do it very carefully. It's, it's easy to accidentally send a reply or a mention instead of direct mention. And as Congressman or former Congressman Wiener, when he showed his <laughs> Wiener or Weiner showed his Wiener, he got in trouble <laughs> and he lost his job. So it, it, there are consequences. April, uh, what else should people think about there? Well, you can't direct message people that don't follow you already. So okay. just because you're following somebody doesn't, and you want to talk to them and you try to send them a direct message, they won't. if they're not following you, you can't talk to them that way. You'll have to do an at, an at so you have to do a mention. More, you know, more people will see that, which is actually not a bad thing. Unless who does see that if we put the uh, at mention in the beginning of the tweet? It's the person who actually you mention it and those that are following them. Uh, but also you need to be careful because if you just want an at mention and you think just that person and their followers and your followers are going to be able to see it, if you add a hashtag to it, anyone following that hashtag can see all of your tweets if they search for that specific hashtag. So if you're going to do a mention, it'd be, you know, best protocol would be just don't put anything in there that you wouldn't want a um, hundred strangers not to read. <laughs> right. So what we learned on email, right? Yeah. Exactly. And what are some of the courtesies and protocols of Twitter, uh, Tony? Well, getting back to the hat tip or just giving credit if it's someone else's idea or their tweet, a retweet is giving credit, and that's protocol. Again, do not copy someone else's tweet because you think it's cool and send it out there as your own right and also i guess if you're following someone and they uh tweet something and and put a link and you go read the link uh you shouldn't really just then tweet that link you should retweet them right because that's where you got it right uh Les, what's another uh tip for courtesies and protocol honestly just mentioning it's mm-hmm. kind of like it's kind of like the uh paper you know the the big thing on plagiarism mm-hmm. if you credit it it's not plagiarism Mm-hmm. So, I mean, one of the big things is, you know, just give credit where credit's due, uh, shout outs, hat tips. And one of the other things as well for Twitter is, it, and we talked about it, you know, he used the wiener um, comment, but don't tweet anything that you wouldn't want your best friends to know. I mean, so if you if you can't tell them about it probably don't tweet it yeah that's a good tip well more on twitter for business after a quick break if you appreciate the show shoot us an email or a tweet right we're at bull realty i'm michael bull and this is america's commercial real estate show we'll be right back the commercial real estate show is brought to you by bull realty when your business requires proven performance visit bullrealty.com Arnold Golden Gregory, a law firm that makes a difference. Visit agg.com. France Media, providing exposure to the world of commercial real estate. Visit francemediainc.com. And by Resnick Group, national accounting, tax, and business advisory services. Visit resnickgroup.com. Welcome back. I'm Michael Bull, and this is America's Commercial Real Estate Show. Well, I have something special for you. When do you feel the best about yourself? Well, when you're helping someone in need, right? Well, check out Andy's Army. A commercial agent's daughter experienced serious brain injuries. His daughter, their family, and others in the same position could use our help. The website is Andy's, A-N-D-E-E-S, and Army. Or you can give me a call at 888 612 show 
to see how you can help. Well, today we're covering Twitter for Business. My guests are April Voris with Guest Relations Marketing, Les Atkins with Orange Social Media Strategies, and Tony Wilbert with Wilbert News Strategies. Uh, April, how can you search Twitter for business leads? Sure. You know, using Twitter's advanced search is probably the best way to monitor your brand, track your competition, and really discover relevant search topics. You just go in there and you can you put in whatever you're looking for, and there's a couple of other things you, they'll ask you, and then you push the go button, and, and uh, there you go. And, Tony, are there some tools to automate that? Well, th- there are some search tools, and if, you, if you're a Mac user, you can actually put it up in your toolbar and have an alert every time. When, when we ha- we, we're a public relations firm, and when we see PR disaster or some kind of hashtag related, we know who to call to say, hey, we can help. And let's talk about some of those third-party tools and websites to help with the use of Twitter. Uh, what are some of the good ones, uh, Les? One of the most popular ones and the most um, dynamic is Hootsuite. Uh, it has changed from its initial application and has really grown so that you can actually schedule your tweets. You can actually set it up to see trending hashtags, trending followers, trending people that are talking about specific words that you're looking for. So Hootsuite is one of the most dynamic, uh, one, of the, one of the dynamic ones out there. Okay. In April? Yeah, I also, besides Hootsuite, I really like to use Tweety, and I keep it kind of up on my screen on my computer. So throughout the day, I'll go in and I'll check several different of my accounts and just for real quick, you know, want, you know when you want to have some conversations and you don't have, uh, you know, a longer amount of time, it's a, it's a real quick app to use. Okay. Tony? Uh, yeah, and also there's Twitterific and Twitter itself. And these apps, you can get them on your smartphones, and that way it, it erases the concern that you won't have time to be engaged because you can do it while you're waiting for anything. And uh, less are there some apps we should avoid? <laughs> any any pay-for-play. Um, so there there's a big thing out there, pay-for-followers, sign up, and you'll get 150,000 followers. So I, I would say just avoid anything that's a pay-for-play. Okay, in April. Yeah, and if especially if you're just starting out and you really want to build your followers in, in a fast pace, is to use some Twitter directories like Twello. You can go on there and use search terms and, and find people that are, are relevant to that particular subject matter. And, Tony, what's another good tool? Well, don't forget the list. Every Twitter account, you can go if you're on Hootsuite or even on Twitter, you can see that there's a, a section that says list or list it. Click on that, and you'll see the people that they're similar to and just follow the list. That's great. That's a good way to find out who to follow is see who other people are following, right? Well, what are some final quick tips for listeners about Twitter, uh, Tony? Well, get engaged. Get on there if you're not on there. In December, 6 million new accounts were created in the U.S., so if you're not on there, there's still time, but you're a little late. (laughs) Okay. In April, what's another tip? Yeah, it's really important to have a personality. If your personality doesn't shine through and you're boring, people aren't going to listen to what you have to say on Twitter. <laughs> it's kind of like a party, right? Yes, exactly. Even a business party. You want yep. to talk to someone that's real boring, right? Right. Okay, Les, uh, what's the tip? I think just uh, you know to kind of say what April said, be yourself. Uh, there's a lot of people out there that are tweeting for you, and you can sign up for companies that do that. And if you need the help, great. But at the end of the day, you really need to actually be tweeting on your own and tweeting, have your own voice on Twitter. Right, good point. Well, April Les, Tony, thanks for joining us today. 
Thank, Thank you. you. If you'd like more information on Twitter or any marketing-related strategies, the contact information and the Twitter account for everyone on the show today is available at commercialrealestateshow.com. Can you join us next week? Well, I hope so. We'll help you reduce your property tax assessments, and we'll get an inside look at current appraisal issues. Thanks for spending some time with us. I'm Michael Bull. And until next week, be sure that you always lead, learn, and laugh, and join us for the Commercial Real Estate Show. The Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you by Bull Realty. When your business requires proven performance, visit bullrealty.com. Arnold Golden Gregory, a law firm that makes a difference. Visit agg.com. France Media, providing exposure to the world of commercial real estate. Visit francemediainc.com. And by Resnick Group, national accounting, tax, and business advisory services. Visit resnickgroup.com.